Um, so it was very much a suburban childhood. Um, my father is a priest. Uh, we lived in a large vicarage with a very uh, large garden. So um, I have many, many memories of playing in the garden. There's the swing at the bottom of the garden, the big old-fashioned wooden swing, um, which I spent hours going backwards and forwards on. Um, we had the big rocking horse that uh, I think we were loaned by a kind parishioner. And again, I remember um, the rocking horse. Uh, what else did we have um, as a young child? We had the prams and the dolls and scribbling on the dolls' faces, which was very naughty at the time. Um, we had uh, a sand pit in the garden. Um, did you have siblings? Yes, I'm number three of four. So um, an elder sister and an elder brother and a younger sister. Um, my brother, there's just 15 months between the two of us. So there's quite a lot of uh, rivalry, I think, there, because we were so close in age. Uh, my brother was a very keen uh, sportsman, still is. And so, again, I remember as a little thing, having to field for him in the garden. He would be the one who would stand there with the cricket bat. My father would bowl, and we girls used to have to... Um, <laughs> Bar for the course. Yeah, <laughs> field and send the ball back. Um, I mean, if we're talking about sort of... As a as a young, the younger of the age range, um, I said we had we had a little roundabout. I think in the garden as well. Um, mm. You know, we had uh, we had the little uh, paddling pools, all those sort of things. So you had you had there were four of you to play together. Did you have yes. other friends in play? Um, yes, yes, indeed. There was the dentist who lived across the road, and he had f four children. And he had a son, a son and a daughter who were very much contemporaries of my brother and mine. So they used to come over a lot to play. Um, were you expected to look after your younger sister in any way? Um, I think I probably was quite lucky because my elder sister was the motherly sort. And so she was the one who would take care of the little ones. So I don't recall being asked to look after her a huge amount. Um, I do remember having to walk, walk into school, which is what we did in those days. And we used to, we lived next door to the Nuffield Orthopaedic Centre, and we used to have a short cut through the Nuffield Orthopaedic Centre to school. And I can remember having to walk her to school and bring her back again mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Um, but um, again, I suppose I was quite lucky that in, in the house it wasn't just my parents, but my paternal grandparents lived with us. And so there were other helping hands for my mother. Mm. So she wasn't dependent on asking us to look after each other. So right. Oh, you were a big household. Well. <laughs> <laughs> were most of your memories about playing outside rather than inside? Yes. Yes, I suppose. What did I do inside? I mean, we didn't have a television till I was about uh, 10, I suppose. Um, we did have a gramophone, we had a gramophone coming. Um, so we, we would play cards. Mm -hmm. We would, uh, we had the board games, we had Monopoly and Cluedo, um, those sort of games that we, yes, we would play. Um, again, I shared a bedroom with my younger sister and I remember having a secret box that I used to put my 
private things in mm. hide at the back of the cupboard. And we did actually, yes, thinking about it in that bedroom, we did have a cupboard, a games cupboard. So um, a donkey, an old maid, those sort of card games would be there. Um, yeah, we had our colouring books. We collected stamps, mm -hmm. the stamp album we used to do. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and the old knitting, the old-fashioned mm -hmm. knitting, the bob, um, what do you call it, the little cats, wooden... Cats, is it cats something? No. No, that was Cat's Cradle. We used to mm -hmm. do Cat's Cradle, yes. And there was a lot of skittle bobbin one. Um, so yes, we were encouraged to do lots of things with our hands. My mother was a very keen seamstress, um, and I think she enjoyed it, but it, she had to do it because finances were tight. Mm -hmm. And there were four, I remember her, the sheets going from sides to middles and changing the collars on my father's shirts. And so, you know, we were encouraged to learn to do all that sort of thing as mm -hmm. well. Um, Is that something you took into adulthood? Uh, yes, yes, I did actually. Yes, I do. yes, yes I, I do. I don't do it nearly as mm -hmm. much as I used to, but I can do. And of course, I was a brownie. Yes, no, I was going to ask about outside school and outside home if there were any organisations you were, you were a member mm. of. So you were a brownie? Oh yes, I was a brownie um, and, um, and then went through, through the guide movement, so I then became a guide, mm -hmm. then I became a range guide. So and This um, is something you enjoyed, it was something you opted to do? Uh, yes, well, I opted to do it. My elder mm -hmm. sister did it. There was a slight expectation that we did it. But um, I think we could have opted out if we mm -hmm. didn't want to. So no, I love that. Love the um, the activities there, um, and of course, you know, we we're very much part of the church community. Yeah. Therefore, you know, we were expected to go to church mm -hmm. every Sunday. We sang in the choir. Mm -hmm. um, was there a youth club or attached to church or? There was the Sunday nature? schools. Um, I don't call youth clubs as such. Mm -hmm. Um, no, it was very much the youth was the, with the guides and the brownies mm. and the scouts and that side of things. So it was I mean, I was going to ask, was there anything else? But that sounds as though yeah. it probably filled your, <laughs> your time outside school. How often, how much of the week apart was there, were there other activities associated with church brownies or guides other than the main meeting, if you like? Um, gosh, that's a difficult question. Um, I suppose... I would meet, I suppose most of my friends at the time were brownies or mm -hmm. guides, and therefore we'd meet up perhaps at the weekends. Um, but most, I say most evenings after school, we'd go home and that would be it. We wouldn't be at home, we wouldn't be going out again. Were there any other hobbies outside these organisations that you, you mentioned stamp collecting. Was there anything else you did? I'm thinking one example might be learning to play an instrument. An instrument. Yes, I um, <laughs> yeah, yes. I learned to play the violin to start with yeah. uh, at my primary school. I can't say it was a great success. <laughs> How long did you do that for? I wasn't done it for like two or three years. And uh, I learned at school and then there was a Saturday morning, comes back to me, a Saturday morning little orchestra for those primary school age. Yeah. I'd be allowed to go on the bus down the hill to some church hall, I think, where we used to scrape away. And I do remember a, a, a bus driver on one occasion saying, oh, oh you know, you, you can have a free ride if you play me a tune. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm being very embarrassed about this. <laughs> um, so anyhow, that was the violin, so that didn't last too long. And then when I went to secondary school, um, after a year or so, I picked up the clarinet. 
and I played that through until I left school and I played in the orchestra as well. Mm. So you could still play that? I could probably, yes, if I picked it up. What's rather nice is my middle daughter, she learnt the clarinet and she used to play my old clarinet. Oh, nice. So, uh, nice. But, so we still got it. So um, violin and clarinet. Yeah, forget violin. <laughs> Was there anything on the sporting scene as far as you were concerned? Uh, I enjoyed sport. We were lucky in that the Knockover Field Centre had a tennis court, a couple of tennis courts. Um, and so we were allowed to go and use those. So I used to hit a ball around quite a lot. Um, they had swimming pools. We used to swim a lot. Okay. Um, so we'd um, at school. I I tried to play hockey. I think I played for my house. Um, I was never in a school team. Um, and then through the Rangers, I think it was one of the Rangers. We used to do quite a lot of canoeing. We used to go down oh, to the river Oxford, yes. and we'd canoe, and that was great fun. Mm. I love that. Mm. Um, so it was just pure, pure um, uh, enjoyment, not not competitive. Excellent, my sporting career. Moving on to actual activities in school time, do you remember any of the things that you did at breaks, at lunchtime, or at school breaks? Any particular activities, games? I suppose not skipping at primary school. I remember skipping ropes. Do you remember um, any of the songs? So I remember singing songs to skipping. Yes. Um, do I remember any of the songs? Somebody reminded me, I'll probably say, oh yes. Um, I remember that, you know, if you'd have one person on either end of the skipping rope and the big one, and you'd jump in. And yes. You'd, yes. Um, I, can't, no, I can't remember any of the songs. Um, one banana, two, two bananas. Three no, and actually the other one yeah. was balls. Um, playing with two balls against a wall throwing them backwards oh, and forwards yes. Yes. and then you would let it bounce and you turn around or you'd go under your leg. I used to do that a huge amount. Right. Um, right. So uh, yeah, skipping ball games, um, hopscotch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then at secondary school, um, I think we just used to sit around in the classrooms an awful lot and gossip. It was an all-girls school. Mm. and um, You didn't have to be outside. No. No, you no. could opt to be inside. Mm. Oh. And I don't know whether it was a good thing or not at the time. Um, and I think, again, it was slightly to do with finances. Um, I used to go home for lunch every day. Um, I went, actually, to an intervention girls' school because my father was a chaplain there. And therefore we had, I think I went on... Um, Free place, mm-hmm. almost virtually free place. Yeah. Um, and uh, so lunches were extras, um, but I used to get on my bicycle and I would cycle home for my mm-hmm. lunch every day. And so I missed out on being part of that lunchtime community, um, which I think was probably, looking back on it, a mistake, but then I had no choice at the time. That was what I had to do. Mm-hmm. I had to go home. Um, you mentioned bicycle there. Mm. Now, you haven't mentioned it. Was it just a mode of transport to school, or was there a, a part of your life spent in going out and about on your bike when you were younger? It was a mode of transport. Yeah. yeah. So, so you wouldn't go off in the countryside or off for the day? Cycling. No. No, no, no. No, no my bike was there to get me to and from school, to get me to the library and back, um, to get me down to Oxford. Um, but no, I never saw it as taking me out for a no, nice day out no. in the countryside. As you got into secondary school age, 
did you have what what were the rules about going out to play with other children other young people you know away from your your house did you have to be in for certain times were there any rules or did you have a great deal of freedom um oh there were rules there were rules and regulations um as long as my mother knew where i was that was fine she didn't mind us going out mm-hmm. um uh we were expected to be back by a certain time in the evening and uh if we weren't there was trouble mm-hmm. um and I had one or two older friends through the guiding movement, and I do recall sort of having one or two moments saying, well, they're allowed to stay out all night. I don't see why I'm not allowed to. And I was told very firmly that uh, this was not appropriate and I would be back by a certain time. Um, but how far were you allowed to go? Stay in your teens, in your early teens. Early teens. Um, I was allowed down into central Oxford, which was um, about three miles, I suppose, um, and I'd either go down the bus or I'd go down my bicycle, um, and that was quite acceptable mm-hmm. to do that by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose I wouldn't go outside of the Oxford area no. by myself. No, no, no. Okay. All right. As you were, it was, you said it was a suburban upbringing, and you had the facilities that a city offers. Were there any, um, you know, any places that you patronised, like um, thinking ice rink cinemas, these sorts of things yeah. that you don't find, you do you find in cities rather than? Um, yes, yeah, certainly we, we used to go to the cinema and we used to go to the theatre. How how regularly was that? The cinema. Um, it, 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 well, I, I can't say it was once a month, it wasn't. It mm. was when there was something gone that we wanted to see. Um, um, so yes, we used to go to the theatre. Um, and, and actually my teens, my father would also, uh, he was very keen on his music, so we'd go up to promenade concerts mm-hmm. in London. So that sort of started coming into my life. Um, and perhaps going up to a, a musical um, show in London. Yeah. Uh, but that was a family-based activity yes, as opposed yes. to with friends. So cinema, was that family or was that friends? A bit of both, a bit of both, mm-hmm. to be honest. Before the, the advent of mobile phones, how did you make arrangements to see friends in the evening? Um, I think we made arrangements at school or you know, we had the landline at home and that's mm-hmm. how you had to do it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I asked you about a youth club mm-hmm. before, but that no, wasn't I something. No, that wasn't part of a youth club. Okay. Now thinking, oh, there's one question. Um, did you ever tell your parents you were doing something and you were actually doing something else that they th- thought they wouldn't approve, approve of? Points. <laughs> and can you remember instances of that? <laughs> Uh, I'm sure that uh, I would say I was going off to uh, see one particular friend and I was going to see another or uh, I was meeting with some people and actually I was doing something else yeah. um, and then uh, actually my late teens I did travel with a friend down to uh, sort of coming out of my childhood in a way because I was at college by then but uh, we travelled down to Greece and we hitchhiked mm. and I wasn't yeah, I was fairly economical with the truth on that I think <laughs> One thought one's children will always be economical <laughs> about these sorts of things. What they didn't know, they didn't have to worry about. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, 
Moving on into adulthood, can you tell me in your early adulthood, in your own words, about what you used to do for fun or relaxation in your spare time as an adult? Okay, so we've moved through through college, through well, college, university. You're becoming an adult, yes. Through yes. The co- well, you talk about college and then after post-college. Yeah, but well, I suppose I did discover the pub, so uh, that we used to meet for drinks, drinking quite regularly. Um, when I was at college, I did a bit of rowing, so that took up quite a lot mm-hmm. of my time. Yeah. Um, what else did I do? Um, uh, and then I suppose, yes, they're moving into when I first started working. Um, I suppose again, you know, it was the cinema, it was going to the pub for a drink, it was playing tennis, it was walking, mm-hmm. um, and I also got involved in uh, a, an adult literacy scheme as a volunteer, so that would be mm-hmm. one night a week I'd go off and help these young people with their literacy skills. By this time, were you out of the city or were you still in? No, no, by this time I was out of the city, I'd, I'd moved out to Dorset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was in town. But I was out of the city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned walking. That's that something that you yes I mean, did a lot as a younger I mean, adult. Yeah, yes, I did that as a lot of as, as a younger adult, and I suppose I started doing that um, in my late teens. Um, mm-hmm. So I had a couple of walking holidays up in the Lake District, um, and as I say, then it sort of took off after that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how did you fit in the, as as you became older? Um, how did you fit your leisure around your work, life, working life? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. did you manage to sustain the the hobbies and interests that you'd had, as well as holding down a full time job? Um, yes, I think yes, I did. I did, um, and I was lucky because being a teacher, um, you know, I always knew I had the holidays to look forward to, therefore anything, you know, my outdoor pursuits, walking or whatever, I had that time to be able to go off and do some travelling, do some walking, whatever. Um, and uh, I mean, there were times during term time when it was full on and obviously other things that, you know, mm-hmm. took over. Um, but I, I think I always found time for reading as well. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, I'd always managed to find time for work. Um, I'm afraid I gave up clarinet. Mm-hmm. So, although I didn't play the clarinet, um, actually, once I got to uh, college and then when I started my first job, I used to sing in the local choral society, and I used to really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, the big works, the Messiah, the creation, that sort of thing. Yeah. But do do you still go to concerts and? I still go to a lot of concerts, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't, so you don't make music personally, but no, I don't listen to it. But your interest yeah. is, yeah. is yeah. still yeah. there. Yeah. Right. Um, is there anything else that you has come to your mind during the interview that you may like to comment, you know, mention? About my... Apart from what you've said. You know, anything? Um, no, I mean, you know, I suppose, you know, I perhaps haven't really said that, you know, that I do read a huge amount. And was that something that. that started when you were? Very that started young. when I was very young. Yes, yeah. again, I can remember, um, you know, being at night time, being down in the bed under the bedclothes with my torch, 
pretending to my mother I'd gone to sleep, but in fact I hadn't. I was finishing my book, you know, and going off to the library on my bicycle um, every Saturday and changing my books. And you know, for a while, again, I remember choosing. You know, the book had to have under a hundred pages. Don't know why, but it had to have under under a hundred pages for uh, quite a few years before I then move on. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I really don't quite know where that came from, but I do remember that. Um, so, uh, yes, I suppose reading, I suppose, um, and later on in life, you know, travelling's come into it. I love travelling. Um, Something we haven't mentioned, you mentioned you didn't have television um, when you were very young. Did radio figure at all in your youth? Yes, 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 we did have the radio in the Can background. you remember anything that you may have listened to? Oh, I think we listened to Listen With Mother. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yes, listen with mother. Um, but apart from that, no, I can't really remember. Uh, I think it was very much more my parents' uh, piece of equipment. Yes, so yes. They would sit. Yeah. And, and yes, you know, the news and the weather would come on. Um, the first television I really remember is as a child being taken uh, to see the old lady who lived at the bottom of the garden who had a television um, to watch Trooping the Colour. Oh yes, and yes. we used to, you know, it was a great treat every year. We'd be taken down, and we'd just sit in front of our television in silence, watching Trooping the Colour, <laughs> and then we'd all have to stand up when God Save the Queen was played. We all had to sit down again. I think we'd give a glass of squash, <laughs> um, and then the, when we got our first television, and again it was coming home at lunchtime on one of these occasions, coming home from school with my bicycle, and there was the television in the front room. Um, and my father saying, yes, I bought it for your mother to watch Wimbledon because she will enjoy it. Well, actually, what he really bought it for was for him to watch the test match. It was about <laughs> to start. <laughs> um, were you allowed to watch it? <laughs> um, yes. Um, you know, again, it, was, it wasn't on all the time. You had to, uh, you know, actually... Uh, Ask and say that you wanted to watch something. Mm -hmm. uh, we, watched, we watched all the comedies, you know, the dance mm -hmm. armies mm -hmm. and the Steptoe and Son and um, those um, Likely yeah. Lads, all those programmes. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't so always on the background. No. It was yeah. um, on special occasions. <laughs>